Welcome to the Propane Business Podcast. I'm Johnny. And I'm Yusuf. We set up and built propanefitness.com into the profitable semi-automated system that it is today, which allowed us to quit our corporate jobs and coach online full-time. More importantly, we were able to do this without a huge online audience or being glued to social media every day. We're now ready to share everything from the failures we've made to the systems that now consistently generate hundreds of thousands in revenue. We help personal trainers, coaches, and gym owners do the same by avoiding the mistakes we've made and the best practices going forward. Subscribe to this podcast to learn what we're doing and what we've done to build and scale propanefitness.com. We'll be teaching you how to generate a steady flow of online clients, win at Facebook ads, automate your coaching systems, and to achieve financial independence. And off we go. Beauty. The beauty. Beauty. So we had. The smoking is so bad. Why is it cure something? What? <laughs> I've just seen our Instagram. If smoking is bad, why does it cure salmon? Uh, yeah, brilliant. So we had, a, we had a few questions from Instagram. One of them, we get loads of these. Great page. Direct message me if you're looking to grow your IG. Smiley face. Instagram, man, these days. That's what people do. It is. So we've My got... My favourite thing at the moment, sorry, just on that, is when I get cold messages from people. You've probably seen... Love your responses too. <laughs> so when they, when they say like, "Hey, uh, when I, I want to help you grow your fitness business, and um, would you be interested in learning more?" I've got this special microsystem sales tactic. The best question is: Is the microsystem sales tactic cold messaging people who you've never met before and asking questions like this? And I'm yet to get a reply to that question. Because <laughs> <laughs> if they say no, you say, "Well." then why, why are you doing this? <laughs> right? Like if you have this microsystem tactic that works so well, why are you messaging me to tell me something? And if that is the answer, like frankly, like this feels a bit minging, to be honest. Like I kind of wish you hadn't messaged me at all. So if it's yes, then it's not very good. So yeah. So I, the other day it was so relentless on my LinkedIn profile. I just said to someone, um, what, what, what will I have to say? for you to stop messaging me. <laughs> he doesn't, doesn't reply. <laughs> ben, like ben Torme goes absolute hard yeah, in on these guys. Yeah. Well, I think it's good though. I think it's, it's an awful way to, to, to try and generate business, to be it's, honest. It's, it's, so you know what it is? It's the fitness equivalent of, um, or it's the business equivalent of like going for a booty D T detox or like, the what's it called the cling film wrap your belly stuff it's trying to avoid the fundamental principle that if you want to gain an audience you need to give value like but yeah. but rather than giving value it's like oh if i just send a cd message on instagram yeah i know like and because it's on the internet people think it's different but like how many times you know when people try and like sell you a cd on the street like how many times have you gone yo man you like rap music <laughs> uh no not really yo listen I actually, maybe I do like rap music. Maybe your CD is exactly what I'm looking for. Like no one ever has that experience, right? It's always like, no, I'm not interested. Thank you. Bye. Like, but because it's on the internet, suddenly it's a, it's this magical tactic. But I was actually speaking to Ben the other day and he was saying like somewhere there's a man or maybe a woman, I suppose, doesn't matter. The genders are relevant, but somewhere someone is teaching this tactic right? There's like a course or like someone who's clearly promoting this idea at the top of the mountain. Who's 
but it, but if you really think about it, like so what these people are doing is they are messaging personal trainers they're dming personal trainers trying to get them to grow their business and someone is giving someone access to a course that teaches them to dm personal trainers to grow their business and it's just and then you think well like what the person in the middle who's like bought the course to tell them to dm people like what have they done like if their if their idea of growing their business is dming people probably they've not had an experience of that working anywhere in any other situation unless they've but, that's that's how they've gotten to buy the course possible in well which case, like then it's all just a massive circle jerk yeah it is um, anyway well so that, anyway. that leads us on to the question from dan legters which is tips on designing a sales funnel okay that's a difficult question that's like well, saying tips on building my business i think it's pretty simple just dm people on instagram <laughs> or even better like get a bot that types into these question boxes that say like hey want to make waves dm me now that sort of thing I and then waves prob- <laughs> so cringy probably, probably what will happen is nothing but like it might feel like you're doing something so it's you, you'll have to get a new instagram account every week because it'll keep getting reported for banned, spam banned banned yeah so i think the best of overarching tip for this is don't assume that because you're on the internet that the normal rules of like conversation and and speaking and interacting with a person no longer apply right so like that goes all the way from like if my sales approach is i'm going to get someone who i've never really spoken to before who knows nothing about me on a phone call and try and aggressively sell them like how would that work in person probably not that well Right, and I'm going to DM someone who I've never met before. How would that work in person? Probably not that well. Right, so as you have said, like the fundamental thing is people buy because they want something. Right, they want the value that you have to give. They're either looking to solve a problem or move towards a desired situation. Like most people are in a in the process of like trying to get somewhere. Right, like you, you buy a, the new TV because like you're trying to get to the world where you've got the nice TV. Like, or you buy like an expensive car because you're trying to get to the world where the expensive car like changes your life. So you can't you can't get away from that. Doesn't really, the sales funnel just has to really overcome ob- objections and obstacles that the person would have in in transacting with you over that thing. Great answer. This is uh, so I've been working with a coach called Yusuf recently, which is uh, a bit weird. Great. I imagine it is a bit does weird. He say hi, Yusuf, and you say hi, Yusuf, <laughs> and then does he say hi, Yusuf? It, it never gets old as well. It's, it's, it's been brilliant. Um, so he pointed us to an academic framework from like Harvard Business School, which is quite simple in the scheme of things, which is just the jobs to be done framework. The idea that like you have a broken hinge on your door or you've got a blocked toilet or you've got a job that needs to be done. You go out and you've generated demand for that job. You go and find someone who is able to solve that problem for you pay them money there's no like no marketing needed no kind of sleazy sales tactics needed because you have a job that needs doing they are the obvious solution for it so marketing is simply making that clear that you can solve that problem and you can convey that message to the people who are looking to Mm. get that problem solved yeah yeah like if someone is is in the market for working with someone to lose weight to keep things simple like and you appear on their newsfeed because like this is something else that people don't do, right? They I don't know why this happens, but 
I think people very rarely think about it as like, what actually happens here? Like, what is the user's experience of this? So like, I'm sat having a poo, scrolling through Facebook, right? And it's like boring, boring, like, you know, news, news, barbecue, barbecue, wedding, wedding. And then like, I see something, which is your post. And like, if you watch someone else scroll through Facebook, usually they just like flick through it at a, at a hell of a rate, like even Instagram as well. So you've got to get that person to stop scrolling. So how do you do that? Well, it has to be relevant to them. If you watch someone scroll through Instagram or like scroll through story on Instagram, they stop when they see something. It's like, oh, that's a bit interesting. Like, oh, that seems relevant to me. Oh, I might like that. Right. So you've got to have that first. And that's knowing who your audience is and all that sort of stuff. And then you might get them to take some sort of interaction with you, like an email opt-in. Were you about to say something? Yeah, just like, oh, I've, I've got that problem that needs solving. There's, yes. There's a yeah, yeah. potential. I'm, look, I'm looking for a coach or I'm looking for a fat loss program or I've I mean, struggled. E- even like I'm looking for a new backpack or I'm looking for a nice pen. Like it's, and, and it's, it's kind of great in a way because it means that the pressure's off. You don't have to then try and really drag someone over the line and convince someone to buy your program mm-hmm. because your job is just finding the people who already have that problem. You're never going to convince someone who doesn't, doesn't want your service to mm-hmm. try to buy your service. And if you do, you're going to end up with a problem client because they're like, well, how did I get here? I didn't. Well, if you're, I mean, product. to be honest, if you're successfully selling to people who didn't even want to buy from you in the first place. And your name is not Darren Brown. <laughs> then... Or Jeff Bezos. <laughs> <laughs> like you, 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 yeah. Well, you'll just have a whole host of operational delivery problems. Like you'll be dealing with more demand than you can handle ever. Because then the, the market is your work, like everybody in the world is buying from you, whether they want to or not. So, <laughs> so it, it's, it's funny because that kind of comes back to um, something we posted in our propane business group the other day. Of It was a clip excerpt from a book about um, the first order and second order problems of advertising and how everyone focuses on the second order problem, which is how do I optimize my copywriting to have the right sequence of words in and... Whereas the first order problem is that 94% of adverts are looked at for less than a second. It's like, it, yeah. it's, it's ridiculous. So it's like, if your advert isn't even noticed, then that's, that's the main problem rather than trying to optimize the specifics in it. And exactly. one, of, yeah. one of Johnny's most kind of successful adverts was a big high definition picture of a lemon. And I, I think this background. <laughs> <laughs> now, I think this has got to be, well, in, in fact, Johnny, why, why do you think that advert was so successful? Well, that's a hard question to answer, but like two, two things. I think it, it, it was successful because it, it's a high contrast image. It stands out. It's a, it got a high click through rate, but that's not why it succeeded. Oh, well, it went, so, so the, the gateway is that, People yes. stop because they're scrolling through the newsfeed yeah. now. Oh, lemon. Okay. Lemon. <laughs> and so you've immediately overcome the the 94% of people who look at an advert for less than a second. Mm-hmm. Then the game starts beginning of like yeah. it, then the, you know, yeah. writing exactly. the copy, addressing the problem that this person is looking for. Mm. And so it's saying like in advertising, there is no safety in numbers. Yeah. Even with something as broad as Facebook or Google or YouTube or whatever you're using, like most people ignore it most people don't even have the attention span to read a like short copy ad. So like attention is the first thing. So I think I see ads as like, or I see the first part of a sales funnel is, is the, as you have said, the gateway and it's getting 
the the click from the right person at the right time basically that's the problem like is that person does they do they have a job to be done like are they looking for a coach brilliant and like are they someone that i can help brilliant right like if if i'm trying to work with 30 year old guys and i get a like 40 year old advanced female powerlifter who's prepping for worlds coming into my funnel probably like what i have to offer isn't going to be right right so it's the right person at the right time for them except um so that yeah I, I totally agree except for a situation that we had with one of our business clients a few weeks ago where he did exactly that his program was aimed at uh new dads who are about in their early 30s and he kept getting 40 plus women apply to his program and want to work with him but even though his program was called like new new dads fit for life some, something like that and and he was like i don't understand why this is happening like i'm getting more middle-aged women come in and i was like look ju- the market's clearly trying to tell you something there yeah so if you're getting a consistent signal <laughs> from the market and they were buying his program it's like it's literally the market saying hi like <laughs> I, know, I know you think this is what you should be doing but here i am like, here's the information <laughs> it's such a strong one when it when it's overtly advertised towards dads as well and yeah. like people just ignore it want to buy it anyway um but yeah so you get you get the click from the right person at the right time and then like then which is the essence of the question the sales funnel right what does that really have to do and i think the 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 interaction what's happening there is you're taking someone who knows very very little possibly nothing about you and in the shortest period of time possible you've got to get them to the point where they're sat there thinking actually like this looks pretty good like this looks like it's designed for me i've kind of had my questions answered I trust this person, like probably enough to like at least give it a punt, right? At least give it a try. Um, and so really, I think the way we see a sales funnel, like the, the, what, what we teach this 14 day challenge model is just like presenting you as a coach. It's overcoming someone's like natural questions, like who the hell are you? Is this going to work? Like, oh, I worked with a coach last month. It didn't really work. Like all that sort of stuff along with like, this doesn't really seem like it's for me, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Right. So that really it's imagine you're having a conversation with someone who's a stranger for the fit and you've just met them and you're trying to sell them your program. What would you say? What would they ask you? And then that's what the sales funnel does basically. So there we go. <laughs> um, what's your name? Dan Lecter's lectures, how to design a sales funnel. It's probably not the answer that you wanted. I imagine a lot of people want to hear like webinar versus challenge versus lead magnet, but like, those are just containers for the same thing. So should we get one bonus question in this podcast? Yeah. Um, just cause it's a quick one. Hopefully, uh, Stefan hunt has asked the question, how much is it before any call or talking to the said person, tell them or call them first. So I guess he's asking if someone's asking how much is your program before he he's, he's presumably running a sales call model. Mm-hmm. Um, should you he's asking should you tell them the price straight away or should you still proceed with the call and not tell them it's a tough one i know the, the standard answer is like some people go like full dick move with this and say well it's three pounds all the way up to three thousand pounds um but you know we have to you know, like fuck off like just i'm asking you a question man like so, so i think the way i view this stuff is um in a market that's been like ragged around for a long time 
by by like black hat salesmen, which is the fitness industry, right? So it's like people who like come with their, their cloaks and they have all the the used watches and they're trying to sell you them for a discount, right? That's what the fitness industry is used to. So people are used to being like pressured and coerced and made cry on the phone and all that sort of stuff. So I think in a market like that, probably the best way to act as a as a business owner is just to be like dead honest with people. And so the only reason why that should be a difficult question to answer is if you think the price of your program is too much, is my yeah, view. Like if you're not comfortable saying it's this, then probably the price is too high. Or if you think some, like if someone's going to say no at that point, like you're not going to be able to, to like say a Harry Potter spell on the phone and get them to not think that's too much. It's a very good point. Like there's, there's two types of people that will ask that question before coming on a call. Either <laughs> tire kicker with no interest in buying at all. Mm-hmm. Someone who's so keen, they're just like, I don't care about the call. Just get me on right now. So in case one, they're not going to buy, as you said, even with the Harry Potter spell, they're just, they're a waste of your time. Mm. And number two, just send them the payment link. Like they're, they're obviously keen to start and so, you're delaying them by doing all this other Harry Potter stuff. Spot on. So Paul Mort, who uh, I guess people who, who listen to this, some way know who he is. He's on this podcast, actually, if you scroll back, but he is a, he's a coach. He coaches me. We've worked with him loads of times. He's a, a business owner in the UK. He used to help personal trainers. Now he kind of helps like, married businessmen basically like improve their life in all all areas. But anyway, he messaged me off the back of an article that we did that annoyed a lot of people called like how we we got lean while eating Haribo cheesecake and Pringles. We were, we were running some traffic to that article and uh, Paul sent me a message that just said, um, want to work with you. How much is the coaching right now? I know who Paul is or I knew who Paul was at the time so I, and I knew that if I'd said to him something like, "Well, Paul, like, great question. How about we get on a a fifteen minute discovery session?" Yeah, yeah. But how much is the? <laughs> yeah, yeah. So like, so he's a perfect example of what Yusuf just said. Is like, he is someone who just wants to know how much it is because he's going to buy from from someone, right? And I tried to sell him our group based program, and he said something like, "Nah, fuck group. What's the best service you offer?" Right. So I told him the price. And he said, basically, do you have anything more expensive than that? Right? Like, well, funny you should ask Paul. If only we can get on a 50-minute discovery. No, I'm joking. Like, I just told him the price, and he ended up working with us for, for several months. Right? So that's an example of, of that situation playing out in your favor because, or in our favor, I guess, because I kind of knew that that's probably the angle he's coming from. Right? We've worked with him before. He's, he's not, Paul's not a tire kicker. He's a pretty serious person. Right? So Yusuf said, right, that like, they're either never going to pay anyway, or they are just looking to pay. And the price is what they need. Like, everyone needs to know the price before they buy something, right? The solution is like, you don't, don't call those people. You just set, yeah. you get them to shit or get off the pot. They're the same, like type two people, like the Paul Mort types are the kind of people that go into the Apple shop and they go, give me the most expensive machine that you have in the building. Like, <laughs> They, there are people who just want the best thing, the best one, yeah. whatever it is. Mm-hmm. And sometimes you get people who like, we get the occasional one who's like such a big dick player that they don't even know what we offer or what it is. They're just the kind of person that just goes first class with everything goes like platinum grade. And so they, yeah. 
you know, they're the kind of people that will just buy the Apple watch, but not really knowing what it is. They're just, yeah. Or like the, um, Apple have the product, which is the, is it the iMac pro? Oh God. Which yeah, is like the absolute like space, or, space shuttle thing. Yeah. It's like gum metal gray, like the iMac. It's, it's the most expensive thing they make. Or there's like a, that you can, when you, you like tool a MacBook up right up to the, you have everything, like everything on it. I think Martin like, Burkhan did that. Flashing lights. Yeah, he did. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what? Fair play. Fair play, Martin. I would too, if it wasn't six grand or seven grand or whatever it is. But yeah, like, so how to deal with the question of someone asking for price? Um, I would, I would just tell them. So I think probably there's a, there's a, there's a sales process problem, right? Cause if someone's asking that, then they probably, there's a chance that they like, if you tell them the price, they don't see the value in that anyway. So the, 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 the price objection problem is either like, I cannot afford it, which you can't do anything about no matter who you are. Right. Unless you're willing to get someone to like put something on a credit card or take a loan out or anything like fairly aggressive like that, which I, I don't think is great business practice or they don't think it's worth the money. Like they can afford it if they wanted to, but they don't see why they should pay that. And if someone's asking that question and they don't really, they haven't had any kind of pre-frame leading up to the answer, asking of that question, there is a chance that they can afford it, but they say no anyway. Um, but I, I don't think having a sales call with that person is the right way to deal with that. So I would probably say something like, it's th- my service is this. Um, if you don't know anything about me, here's my 14-day challenge. Here's my whatever, like is your kind of sales mechanism. But so, I wouldn't try and do that on the phone with someone. Yeah, exactly. And, you know, if you have someone who's in that category, they're ashamed, well, not ashamed, they're afraid to go, <laughs> to go on the phone um, or they haven't got the time or they don't want to be roped in to a, a phone conversation like this, then you can have a brochure page, just a page that describes what is your coaching and what's the price payment link, like simple to send them the link. Um, just thinking back to Robert Kiyosaki, do you know uh, the rich dad, poor dad? Yeah. He's like a finance coach. I know guy. What you're say, yeah. And uh, I opted into a sales funnel and they booked in it. They, they, they called me and I was like, yeah, I'm keen to start. What's the, what's the price? Like, how can I get started? And they were like, Oh, well, no, that's not how we do things here. And I was like, okay. Um, like I, I just want to be able to, to begin now. Like what's, you know, and they, they just kept going back and forth being like, no, that's not how we run things here. No, that's just like, what? okay. Like I'm mm. not going to, and they wanted me to book in another call that was another day and had, it was they were clearly like trying to really rigidly stick, stick to this script of like audit call and then full sales call. And then, and that's where they reveal the price and it's really high ticket. And I, I was like, look, I'm ready to buy now. <laughs> <laughs> so they lost a sale. So they lost, yeah, lost the sale. Cause I was like, well, I haven't got time to have another call and everything. I'm just, you know, so yeah, in that situation, like. No, you get like, and you were in the situation where if you could afford to pay for it, you would have paid for it. And nothing they do, no matter how many like hoops they make you jump through, is going to change that situation. And but that actually, that salesperson did the only thing that she could have influenced in that in that scenario, which is lost the sale. Yeah, it's like I'm I'm willing to pay up to five grand for this product. <laughs> so if you can just tell me, is it more or less than five more grand? Than, <laughs> 
if it is less than or equal to five thousand pounds, then we'll and here are my card details. Yeah. <laughs> Unbelievable. So I, I actually spoke to um, someone recently who'd had who has had exactly the same situation with that organisation, where wow. they just wouldn't take the price. She was really arsy about it as well. It wasn't yeah. just like, oh, I'm sorry, like it's not, you know, we can't um, do that on it's, this call. It's when like, it's when someone's read something about online sales and thinks that something, it's something magical. That's why I kind of said at the beginning, like it's, I know this is not related to this question, but sales, sales online is no different to how you would speak to someone. And if you try and like pull all these fancy tricks, like a lot of the time people just see what you're doing. And it's just this like weird, like, oh, I don't want to speak to them again. And then I, there's an example of um, a guy called Ryan Dice who runs, what's it called? Oh, D- Digital Marketer. That's it. Yes. Yep. <laughs> yeah, Digital Marketer. Um, he gave this example of like someone comes to your website or Instagram and they send you a message and they're like, I'd like to buy your most expensive program, please. And you're like, oh, no, no, sir. Before you do that, you must first download this free guide. Once you've downloaded the free guide, then there is a £7 product that you can purchase. If you read all the way through the £7 product, there's a link to a webinar. So now you must watch all of the webinar. And at the end of the webinar, there's a link to book an audit call. You must attend. And then you go through the audit call, third call. And the fourth call, we reveal the price of our high-ticket program. But only then you're allowed to buy, sir. Thank you, sir. Like, ridiculous, right? Like, the person would have bought straight away. But again, like you believe that I need to have this value ladder funnel and process. So you lose the sale in that situation. It's uh, if, if there's any women listening that have ever been approached by like a PUA, like pickup artist kind of guy. And have I got a weird light on my face? It's like coming through your blind, I think. Uh, there we go. Um, yeah, so like if if you've ever been approached by one of the the pickup artist people, it's very similar. It's somebody who has wrapped up sales script into a different like they repurposed it into dating and like approaching women. And it's very scripted sounding, it's very kind of uh it's it's a bit sleazy and it's very formulaic and it's like you because I had I had a couple of friends that were really into this and um I think they were successful in spite of the techniques because they were yep. just gregarious, good looking people that just were just talking to more people. So it's just like, they're just approaching more people for a sales call rather than that. Yeah. Yeah. And it, it's like, you have to, you go up to a group of girls and then you look over your shoulder and you go like, Oh, Hey, and you have to like pretend not to be interested. And then, and then you neg one of them. You go like, Oh, um, I like your dress. My grandma has one similar to it. And then you, you alpha the chode and you, there's a guy in there and you have to like say something to put him down and, and it's all, it's all very like, uh, like it's just, mm. and I think most of the women who are on the receiving end of that probably are thinking guy's quite attractive, pity about his shit chat, but I'll, you would know, have bought, would I've have got, bought shame about the sales funnel. <laughs> would have, yeah, exactly. Like <laughs> I've got the horn anyway, I'll go home with him, but like, Mm. The worst case scenario actually is a false positive in that situation. I think the worst thing that can ever happen to anyone marketing and selling things online is that something works, but not for the reason you think. <laughs> yep. 
Exactly. <laughs> that can end up being one of the most expensive things that ever, ever happens in your business. <laughs> you're running around trying to replicate yep. this one thing that actually well, you was think, just well, like, a... It converted, so I'll 10x my ad spend. And I'll like, start hiring people and build my entire business around it and it never converts again. And it turns out the person who bought is actually like a friend of a friend who was going to buy anyway. And they were a bit frustrated by the sales process, but they just bought regardless. Yeah. It's like if the pickup artistry stuff works and then you think, well, it's all down to the pickup artistry when actually you're just a nice person. She, she actually just, yeah, you're just a nice person or like she just um, was out on, out on the lash that night and had like made a pact with a mate that she was, <laughs> it was a dare. Yeah, it was, it was dare. I'm, I'm definitely going to go home with the, the blonde, the, the blonde haired massive guy there. Yeah. So yeah. Were you trying to put me into that situation there? Is that what you I was did? trying to, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I've never done, I've never, this, this could be a dangerous conversation, this. I've never done pickup artistry stuff. I've never tried it. I've spoken to a lot of people who have, but for some reason, and I'm not, I'm not saying like, because I was just so successful. I didn't <laughs> I'm just saying like it never, it always seemed to me like the wrong thing to do. It always seemed like the wrong, like when you do that, it's like going, going down like, taking drugs for to get stronger like once you've made that decision that's it like that's what you do that's who you are yeah so. I've, I've i've never been much of a sort of club dating person <laughs> clubbing. Anyway. C- clubbing and all that stuff anyway um but <laughs> but i've i've read some of the content and it's it's very it seems to me that it would only really work on like this is really a really bad thing to say but um on like thick american like college girls like that kind of um mm. like they have to be quite basic and quite it it's all yeah but it's like the sort of stuff that's taught in sales which is like if you get someone to say yes nine times then they're more likely to say yes when you ask for money like yeah m- maybe statistically in some situations but it's, it's not going to change the person who's just sat there thinking no i don't want to buy this thing like they're not going to go no, yeah Yes. Oh God, oh, I'm gonna have to buy it. now. God damn it. I wasn't going to, but now I've said yes, I, I need to. Like it's the it's the like you remember the book that I think we both read it called Uh Models yeah. by Mark Manson. So that that's a book that's like of of the in the similar I think it was probably his first book, was it? Yeah, it's kind of it's it's the anti movement to that whole thing. And it's all about working on yourself. So it's like right? rather than trying to put across an image of somebody and this is the same goes for sales. I mean, for fitness as well, actually we did, you know, we did keto and alternate day fasting and all these weird things. And it only works because of the calorie deficit that it produced <laughs> because of all the other stuff. Um, but, but yeah. yeah, like with, with models, like similar concept, be, be somebody who you, who, if you were a woman, you would be attracted to, or if you were a man and whatever, um, mm-hmm. rather than trying to play the, the part of that. Um, and you know, just be vulnerable in conversation, just, you know, and and learn to polarize. And actually that comes full circle to what we said earlier, which is there's a job to be done and you fulfill that job for some people and you don't for other people trying to convince someone who doesn't need their door fixed, that they need a a handyman or a carpenter to come and fix. It's a complete losing game. And there's no, it's not worth doing. Like, yes, you can maybe convince like, Oh, 
let poor old Doris to to let you in and repair the hinges on her door, but it's going to be a regret purchase. Yeah, and that there are so many analogies here. The more I think about it, actually, like the the Mark Manson book comes from this this place of like, as you said, it's the anti to that. So it's don't try to pretend to be that. Just become that. Just become more confident by working on yourself. Just be less needy by working on yourself, like improve your diet, improve your training, stop masturbating, like all these things that he suggests that you do are nothing to do with like Mike, like little things you can do to influence someone. It's just, well, if you change you, then you, you become more desirable. And in this situation, like rather than trying to have the fancy tactic, like just build a better image, like have your sales and marketing be like really impressive have it be like really good content that someone's naturally gravitated to. It's actually easier as well, because then if you like wake up two in the morning, quick, do a call, you don't have to then employ any tactics. You can, you know, you're just, you just are that person. So it's why the reason we use a 14 day challenge is if that becomes the focal point of your marketing, and that is, so imagine like you versus your your, your competition and your competition is dealing, is like DMing people on Instagram or like, waiting for people to dm them or like putting out infographics or they have a lead magnet but your marketing is a is a two-week sequence of some of your very best stuff that is completely free and someone gets to the end of that and has learned a lot and has actually got a lot out of it without having to pay anything and they're picking between you and the other person like who are they going to choose right there's no there's no like coercive tactics there it's just here's a lot of value if you would like to continue the journey with me here's the next step. Like here's the button to press. Here's where to put your card details in, but it's not, it's not pushing anything on anyone. Exactly. Well, I mean, a great example of, of doing that and giving value is the latest question we've just got from Liz Yogui photo. Uh, Hi, can I please invite you to visit my guest yoga school from my bio? If you like them, support would be appreciated. Sorry for troubling you. Is that an email we've had or? That's a response to the Instagram question of what topics do you want us to cover on the podcast? Great page. Direct message me if you're looking to grow your IG. It's just <laughs> unbelievable, isn't it? It's, I think the thing, that I, the thing that I wonder is, are these people seeing results from this? Well, they made it onto the Propane Business Podcast. That's, a pretty... that's true. Yeah, that's true. Maybe someone will visit the yoga studio as a result. But like, <laughs> what that reminded me of, this is, this is a real, this is a real fucking tangent. So I, I apologize, but it's quite funny. So I went in, in Venice with Becca. We went to this art museum, like art gallery. It's like world famous art gallery. And there's a room where there's like lots of weird art around the, around the walls. And it's like, it's like an oval and there's a, a seat in the middle. And I walked in. And I'm like looking at the art. If I tell you this story before, no, I'm, just... <laughs> right. I'm looking at the art and I notice that walking around the edge of the room in circles is this guy who looks like, like a shit, you're not a wizard, right? Like dressed like a wizard. So had long hair, was walking around like this, had a hood up, like big wizard sleeves, like very, very fucking strange. And uh, I just stood and watched him, right? Because I was like, this, is, this must be part of the exhibit. And Becca's like, Johnny, Johnny, like, don't, like, d- don't bother him. Don't bother him. Like, you don't know why he's here, right? But I was like, no, 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 no. Just, just wait. Continue to watch this person. 
and he's going round and round the same track over and over again. And then he, he sees me and deviates from the track and starts walking directly at me. Right. And then comes up to me and says, would you like to go to the garden? And I was just like, (laughs) 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 and so like you're on this moment where, yeah, I want to go to the garden (laughs) with a wizard. (laughs) (laughs) On one side, pretty frightening. On the other side, it's like, do I laugh here? What do I do? But it, it was so out of context. And so like, that it feels like one of these people filling in these Instagram questions. Like, would you like to come to my yoga studio? No context. Like, oh, who are you? Well, his 14 so, day yeah. challenge was the 14 <laughs> laps of the, of the room. Pitched too early. That's Maybe. Oh, mate, if you'd done one more loop, I'd have, I'd have come with you oh, to the garden. Damn. I, I reckon he went in the room. It's a, it's an oval room. And someone said, go and sit in the corner. And he, the program in his mind started running. And it just kept running on loop because he couldn't, couldn't end, couldn't end script. So it turned out, right. It turned out that he was the artist for that room. And there was like a pro bit, like a VIP bit, which was through a glass door in a garden. And he oh. only invited him. So I'd actually passed the test. Like right. I'd been in the garden, but my initial thought was like, you're a bit weird, mate. I don't know where the garden is. I don't know what your intentions are once we get to the garden. Uh, okay. No, thanks. So there's a poor explanation a great, from his He had a great side. product. He had a great product and a sales process, but he knacked it. If, if he'd only said, I hope you're enjoying the exhibit. <laughs> These are, this is some of my work. Would you like to see the premium? Which is, which is what um, every like OnlyFans person does. You know, they've got the Instagram profile and then, oh, would you like to go to the garden? just sign up (laughs) i was just watching a guy like try and employ some clearly some like grant cardone tactics where he's like like, if you just ask them to go to the garden straight off they'll come with you but knacked it and i didn't go wow so you go what a story i can't believe i've never told you that it was (laughs) it was quite like you came away from it like i feel a bit sort of like I've, i've been knocked by that it was a bit a bit odd because there's the, when you realize he's walking at you because you think, oh, this guy's an actor or it's like part of the exhibit. And then when, when he's like, he's just walking at me like, fuck, have I offended him? Like, what have I done? Like, what's he, he going to do? Like, he's not, he was still expressionless, never smiled, just asked me to go to the garden. It's, yeah. You know, a, a, wizards are by nature unpredictable, aren't they? So bloody hell. Yeah. Well, there we go. I never thought we'd talk about that on this podcast, <laughs> but that's, that's an example of what not to do when selling things online. So there is your answer, guys. We will speak to you next week. Want to learn more about the systems we use to run, build, and scale propanefitness.com? Head over to propanefitness.com forward slash business podcast, and you can get your hands on our free training that covers the seven steps that we take with every client that we help build their own online business and also the seven steps that we use to successfully build Propane Fitness. 
We walk through the sales systems, the delivery systems, follow-up, remarketing, how to basically build your program so that it delivers coaching to your clients without you being there 24-7. We really do cover the full thing, right? And if you want to continue even further and potentially work with us, there's a chance to book in a call to have an informal chat with Yusuf or I to just basically see if any of our programs would be a fit to help you get from where you are to where you want to get to. So go to propinfitness.com forward slash business podcast today and get access to that. If you'd like to learn just more about Yusuf and I, more about us, what we do, follow us on the various channels. The best place to go is our YouTube channel. We have a load of stuff from fitness content, productivity content, why Yusuf slept on the floor for several months, why he's been having cold showers. There's always stuff on there that's entertaining and hopefully informative. So just go to YouTube, search for Propane Fitness, and you can find out a bit more about us there as well. Speak to you on the next episode.